to the party Welcome, baby, welcome, hold Welcome, baby, welcome Welcome to the party Welcome, baby, welcome Oh, no, no, Welcome, baby, welcome Welcome to the party, bang, bang it's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the PhD of podcasting, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the financial advisor of podcasting, if you haven't heard from the weekend, because uh, cause I was giving out that, that financial advice, and we're here Today, with special guests on a critical episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, uh, Stephen um, Diddy Combs. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, now, I think I think what we need to do is probably start with a, a real a recap of um, our picks for the playoffs uh, series one. Definitely, definitely, yes. So, Golden State. I think, I think we. Did- um, good. yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, so we've got the Golden State Clippers series. I yeah. had, I had, uh, Golden State in five. You actually had Golden State in six. Thank you very much. So yes, no surprises there, man. Yeah. Um, I think I, I put too much, I put a lot of respect on the Clippers, man. I think like, you know, if it wasn't for how, you know, outrageous, Durant was during the seat like the series that could have gone you could have gone seven man who knows but yeah six is a good guess yep um we've got Houston versus Utah I had Houston in four you had Houston in five so there you go again you're two for fucking two um now we did we did briefly speak about um Ricky Rubio guarding James Harden, but he continued to do it. What yes. the fuck? No, I have a theory. Okay. No, no, my theory on that, you know how I called it genius and you called it like a fusion of like a language barrier mishap yes. being Spanish? Yes. <laughs> I genuinely think it's genius. I'm not going to lie. I think it's genius. I'm, I'm going to put it on the record now that I think that that is... Such a different way to guard someone. It seems so stupid on paper, but if you watch it, actually, like I watched game game four and five, it it was a little bit effective. Uh, I guess he, it, I it, guess he couldn't go to that step back that he loves so much. Yeah, but it, it forces him to drive, and it, so like he 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 goes to drive, and like he's not. I mean. His whole thing is getting fouls. It's like he, he always plays for the foul. So like, and we will take away the three shot. We will talk yeah. about that when we get to the series two. But yeah, he does always play for yes. the foul, and he you're taking that away well, from him. Well, you, you kind of think about Utah. Like they were okay with sending him inside to like attack Gobert and like favors and and everyone else. And I think that's not a bad plan. And it, it almost worked in. It almost worked, but it didn't work. But it's it's definitely a bold move by Quinn Snyder. I think it was maybe historic. I, I think we might, <laughs> I think we might look back at this and be like, "Can you do you remember when Ricky Rubio was fucking guarding James Harden from behind, bro?" I think when I'm seventy, I'm going to be talking about this. 
Because what, it's going to be implemented or like, is it just such an outrageous thing? No, it's not going to be implemented, bro. It's just outrageous. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. It didn't work. It's not going to work. But bold strategy, Carden. Um, let's see if it pays off for him. Let's see if it pays off for him. It didn't. But I guess, uh, you know, you had to try something different. Yes. Um, now, we both had... We both actually had OKC in six. I know, I know. How wrong were we? And I mean, I don't know. I think going into that series, I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel, I feel pretty stupid on that one, to be honest. So do I. Like, I, I feel mean, like got, we. Got him in five, bro. They got him in five. Yeah. I feel like we disrespected Portland very, like, very much. We were, we weren't even close. No. Nah. Yeah, we did. Um, we, we did. We put too much emphasis on the Nurkish injury, I think. Maybe. I don't know what... I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking now, looking back at it, because um, ever since that episode, I've been watching these games talking bulk shit about Westbrook, like, oh, Westbrook out in the first round again. Surprise, surprise. And it's like, well, you picked him to get out of this fucking first round, Clay. What are you talking about? I know. I know. And like I bash Westbrook too, man. Like I, I really don't like him. I mean, but I, I like Dame. Yeah. I would, I would have like I, I supported Portland in the series, and they smoked him. I mean, are we going to mention how ridiculous that game winner was? Of course. I was waiting for your. I'm thinking maybe this is the. The second time to bring back Stephen Clay Smith. Stephen Clay Smith. Stephen Clay Smith, when he saw that, he was on the edge of his seat, bro. He couldn't believe what he... I could not believe what I saw. That was an all-time classic NBA playoff basketball play. Now, Dame Lillard, he's here and he is here to stay. And he might win a ring and he might not. But he is an NBA Hall of Famer legend and his legacy will remain intact. <laughs> I am so impressed that you've pulled it off twice. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta give you credit for that. You need to stutter more. That's probably the only thing... If I'm being really critical, is that you need to add in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, man, even, even the voice, it's, it's very close. Yeah, I'm super impressed. All you got to do is um, yell. <laughs> you just got to yell loud and do some semblance of a uh, New York accent, and you you you're Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, it's like really, really passionately aggressive about every point that you make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. very aggressive. But that shot... And then yeah. Paul George had the stones to say that it was uh, a bad shot. And then I like... Dame Lillard clapped back and said, um, if anything, it was bad defense. Was lol? Yeah, he said lol. But then yeah. he, he had an uh, interview and he said, if anything, it was bad defense, which I, I like. Well, the... De- from from that range, he shot eight of twelve in the series, so it was like sixty percent. So like, yeah, maybe a bad shot for like majority of dudes, but like, <laughs> that's a sixty percent shot for him. Like, it's not a bad shot, and it's it's, it's not like he shot. just threw it up there. That was with perfect form. Bro, he's done two series walk off buzzer beaters. Yeah, like two. Yeah. 
like he, that one on Houston with like point nine, and they were down two when he hit that three. So that was even bigger. But I mean, this one was just the fact that he his he, first one was from the same waited. spot as Brandon Roy. It was man. It was. It's like the Portland, like the Portland thing, man. If you're Trailblazers and you're kind of like bringing the franchise back from something, you got to hit something from that spot. Yeah, it's the Portland hot spot, bro. It's the Portland Trailblaze spot. Yeah, I mean that's a good shout out to Brandon Roy as well, man. Like I, I love B Roy, so I'm, I'm glad you brought him up. Yeah, well, I feel his pain. He's got the same knees as your boy. Yeah, man, you're still walking around though, so that's that's still good. Yeah, and uh, just quietly, um. I'm registered for social ball. So get out. He's get, back. Yeah, he's back. He's coming oh, back no. back out. He's tying the boots up again and uh and you know the boys are oh, the boys go out there and you know they give it their all from week to week and we go out there and we, we're just trying to hit some shots and uh you know we play with a huge chip on our shoulder and uh no nah, nah, all respect to the other team and <laughs> fuck. Hats off to the boys there. Are you uh, are you playing back at pass or what are you doing? Marion. Marion. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're just gonna scare like scare all those like 18 year old cats that like rock up in like you know to get a run around between footy season and just see this six foot eight black guy throwing him down in warm ups. Oh, I don't know. Oh, bro, I haven't been throwing him down for about 12 months. I don't know if there's gonna be any of that. I- I'm in a bit of pain. I've put on a few kegs. I don't know. I, I feel like it will take us one person to piss you off and you'll take it out on the rim, man. Yeah, we'll see. Um, or you'll get ejected either way. Yeah, well, no, that's my actual goal for the season is not to get ejected at all. <laughs> well, that's my one goal. Um, is Money Making Mitch taking odds on that? Can I can I get some money in that? Hey, he's not a, he's not a bookie, bro. He's a producer. You leave, you leave okay. Triple M alone. <laughs> um, Denver versus San Antonio. Do you remember? Do you remember your pick? Yeah, I, I picked Denver in seven. Yes, and I home court was my call. Yeah. Um, so is that three of four like perfectly right? Like mm. games and team. Yeah, and I got three or four teams and no games. I had Denver in six. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad... I mean, you went far off. Yeah. I mean, we were, we both were good except for OKC. I was one game off all of those three, and I was just one game more lenient to the winners. I thought they were all going to yeah. get it done sooner. Um, yeah. And, I mean, Jokic is just a an absolute anomaly. He's not athletic. He's fat. He's a seven-foot... Seven-foot... <laughs> Three-point shooter, uh, plays like a fucking guard. He's creative. He's, I fucking love him. Bro, do you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of like old Paul Pierce, but taller and better at like hitting the floater. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like Paul, Paul Pierce was like, just managed to beat guys off the dribble with no speed at all and just kind of made those shots. And like Jokic is just like taller and like a little bit better at passing. Um, yeah, like it's it's really interesting to watch. Yeah, I, I love you- watching him, and I love I love that a team with no all stars. They're just a good team that are just playing ball and trying to go get it. Are just are being so successful. I fucking love it. 
Oh, no, Jokic was an all-star, man. He was? Yeah, he was. He uh, he was, like, not a starter, but, yeah, he, he definitely made the all-star team. Oh, okay. Well, still, the rest of the team. Yeah. Shout out to Tory <laughs> Craig. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you happen to see the last, like, 25 seconds of that game in Game 7, though? Yeah. Um, they didn't foul. Yes. Are you... Can can you give me some translation for any of that? Because it just low you look at teams. low basketball IQ, bro. Pop was if you watch if you watch it, Pop was screaming from the bench, yeah. and Lamarcus. The whole bench was man. Yeah, Aldridge was just standing there, and then Patty Mills went up there and didn't and didn't foul him. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. I I don't know. Brain fart. <laughs> Like, of all the teams that you wouldn't expect to do that exact thing, they did that exact thing. Like, it, it just doesn't... It made no sense to me at all. I couldn't... I watched it, and it was such an obvious thing that just anyone would grab and foul because it's a four-point game. You have plenty of time left, and yet they didn't... They just... They didn't even get a shot up, bro. They waited until the shot clock expired with, like, two seconds, got the rebound, and DeRozan shot it from fucking 50 feet. Yeah. Like, what's going on? That was so weird, bro, and upsetting. But I mean, um, Denver deserved it, man. So I'm glad. I'm glad they got through. Um, I, I love yeah. the Spurs and the the run they've had um, over you know my lifespan. But um, yeah, Denver Denver definitely deserved it after the season that they've had, and I'm I'm glad they got through. Yeah, and I, I think I really wanted to see um, Denver Portland. I think that's going to be a really good series. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, they did play today, but we'll, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. Go so east, bro. going to the East, we had Milwaukee versus Detroit. We both had Milwaukee in four. Um, no much more, not much more to say on that. And that's exactly what we did when we broke it down last week. Um, <laughs> not much to say at all. It was a absolute routing. Um, Boston versus yep. Indiana, I think was another sweep. It was a sweep. Yeah, uh, the only was that was the only other sweep um, in the playoffs so far. Them and Milwaukee. Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we, I had, I had Boston in five. You had Boston in six. Um, but yeah, Boston in four. And I, by the way, I love these memes of <laughs> Stephen Curry, Chicken Curry. You can curry the one and divide by four if you want. Houston in five. <laughs> I mean, in four. <laughs> That shit's so funny. What was the... Uh, I saw one of... Um, oh, it was... Auntie de Kumpo. Aunt... Auntie... Oh, what, what, I don't know. Auntie something. Don't matter. Boston in four. Or some shit. <laughs> so wild. I butchered that. Um, you, can, you can edit that later, though. Yeah. But I Just won't. edit that later and put a laugh track on my behalf, man. It's rough, rugged, and raw here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, yeah. What did you think about the Boston series? That bo- that series is the only series I didn't catch a game of. Really? Yeah. Oh. It was it was like pretty scrappy to be honest, man. Like Indiana, like I kind of put them in the basket of the Celtics last year, how they kind of had like with Oladipo gone and. They just kind of had nothing to lose. Like they're running, they ran a lot of the offense through Bogdanovich, and I mean he's he's a pretty good shooter when he gets going. Miles Turner's good. Um, 
you know, they had Wes Matthews, they had Tyreek Evans. Like, they're just a scrappy team. Like, the sweep definitely doesn't really do them justice. Like, they were in every game. And, I mean, the Celtics just pulled it out. I think talent wins in the playoffs. And I think that's just what happened. Yeah. Um, then we've got Philly, Brooklyn. We both said Philly in seven. Uh, now, what did they win in? Five. 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 Yeah. They lost the first and won the next four. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, I thought that was surprising, especially given the, I don't know, the standard of basketball that Brooklyn's been playing um, pretty consistently throughout the season. I, I did think that they'd be able to take that to seven, but um, much respect to the Nets, though, for, for basically for even getting sixth seed. I think that was huge yeah. for them this year. Um, oh man, to not to to like get to where they are without like a really high draft pick and, and without like a, a proper superstar. I mean, you could make the, the case that D'Angelo's on his way, but um, no. Shout out to to Brooklyn. They did they way overachieved this year. Yeah, uh, and then we have Toronto versus Orlando. Um, I had Toronto in five. You had Toronto in six, um, and Toronto won in five. Not much to say about that series other than um, that first game looked looked a bit shaky, and then it was a bit bit yep. of a cakewalk from there. Kawhi Leonard, man, like he he is playing obscene basketball, man. Like he he really gets missed in the conversation of like, you know, obviously he's in the East now, but um, the standard that he's been playing at, you know, we'll get to it with their Philly series, but. He's, he's on another level. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's really taking over. And uh, I think I did talk about his leadership last week and um, or two weeks ago whenever yeah. we did it. And he you really did. he really uh, has has stepped up and taken control of that team. And I'm, I'm loving seeing that. But, um, well, it's kind of funny. I mean, since, since he left San Antonio and all was that shit about him not being a leader, like, I mean, sure... Sure stepped up since then. Absolutely. Um, mm. But so so with that update, it's it's uh, it's Golden State versus Houston, um, and Portland versus Denver in the West, Milwaukee versus Boston, yep. and Philly versus Toronto in the East. So let's break down the uh, the West side first for Series Two of the two thousand nineteen NBA playoffs. Yes. So Golden State, uh, Houston, bit of controversy here after uh, the first game. Fucking hell, was it ever? Um, you know what? Uh, my status on it was, and is like I hate watching James Harden play. I mm-hmm. can't handle him. He needs to just focus on fucking shooting the ball. Like you know, they've submitted this whole report about you know last year and like how the refs are favoring the Warriors. When you play to play to foul, like when you play to be fouled, you are going to be you're gonna live and die by the whistle. You know, it's it's that old saying, you know, if you live and die by the three, it's not gonna go well, blah blah, it's changed now. When you live and die by the whistle, like like they the last two minute report showed that that, that foul by Draymond wasn't what it will it was it was right, like the refs got it right. Um, look, there's some other things. I'm sure you, if you're a Houston fan, you probably disagree with me. Um, but I just I can't handle him. He throws his legs out. Uh, you know, they're, they're really trying to initiate contact. Like, 
I think it's good. I think it's good. But I mean, the only thing is, it is contradicting what they did the whole regular season. So. Yeah, yeah. He was getting paid. He was. And that's that's what Houston's problem is. Is they they were getting those calls all season long. They're not now. Which I mean, they do say. Yep. They do say that playoffs is a different game, but I don't think the refereeing's changed that much. Um, conversely, I don't think that he should get rewarded for that shit. I don't think that. No. Um, I don't think I've fallen over on three three point shots in my life, and he no. he did in about the last forty five seconds of that game. Like it's just it's it's bullshit. And and I'm glad I'm glad that they that they're not paying that shit when it counts because you should you should talk, find a way to play the game the way it's supposed to be fucking played. And no disrespect, he is a fucking freak scorer. He's unbelievable, and he's got a gift at actually drawing the foul. He can actually draw a foul in the in the right way as well. But yeah, jumping jump jumping a foot forwards on a on a fucking three point shot isn't the way to fucking draw fouls. I, I don't agree with that. No. It's it's kind of interesting. I mean, he's kind of found a way to like bend the rules in his favor. So, I mean, it is, it's kind of smart. But then they've also brought in so many rules. I mean, I think there was a rule last year about him, like the whole, like, you know, he's a big part of the flopping rule, a few other things like that. Um, even with that game seven loss last year, like they, they missed their first 27 three-pointers. I mean, in this game, they took 46 and they just didn't hit him. So, like, I, I think I was listening to first take and Max Kellerman summed it up where he's like, you know, like, this dude is literally playing to, to get fouled. If you focus on hitting the shot, he's good enough to hit him. I yeah. think he needs to change his focus. But it'll be really interesting to watch game two and see if the refs, like, reward or are on a little bit more knife edge with the Rockets and kind of blow the whistle a bit more on those 50-50s. Yeah, and I think I think that might be part of the strategy here for Houston yeah. with all this uproar is let's let's see what we do to these refs heads from all this complaining and shit and that's that's some pussy yeah. shit and I hope I hope they get swept they won't um I'd like to see them get swept because yeah. that's that's a real pussy way to try and um get a second round of the playoffs oh no I, I totally agree man I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Houston Rockets I think they're a great team I really hate watching Harden play as good as he is as you said he is a freak and he has got the skills to do all the things the right way and what he did this year was crazy but um, I, I just can't stand watching him play so I mean I'm, I'm definitely siding with the just play the game not stop not the whistle what's uh, your uh, what's your result of this series you know what I fucking like if you actually think about it though Houston had a real chance to win this mm. this series um, the fact that you know, I mean, Curry and Clay didn't play well, but Draymond did, and Durant is on like another level right mm-hmm. now. Like he's averaging forty, I think, like his last like five games or something. He's had five games over thirty-five in a row. Yeah, one um, with fifty. He's on another level. He's yeah, and he had fifty in game six. Like he's, I think, I think if you get some semblance of like Clay or Steph helping Durant. Then this is going six, and I think the Warriors. But I, I genuinely think if this if this doesn't go if this goes to seven, I think Houston win. But I'm going to say Warriors in six. Mm. I um I think that's good. I wish I could disagree with you again. I'm fucking agreeing with you. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say I'm going to say Warriors in five here. 
I'm gonna say. Oh, you think? I'm gonna say Houston. Yeah, I'm gonna say Houston will steal one, but um, I think I don't. I just don't think that um, Chris Paul and James Harden, with with the style of play Houston have been playing with this season, I don't think that they can really compete with the Golden State Warriors. Um, depending on depending on the refs, of course. Um, but um, I, I'm gonna go for five games because of the 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 depth of the Warriors and also their just their playoff experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's there's definitely that retribution factor that Houston are after for like from last year about getting so close and then like losing, especially when like the winner was gonna play Cleveland. Um I think yeah, they're definitely sour on that. But you, the one thing that, that worries me is Houston will be fucking annoying to play in Houston. And you look at the like the hotheads like Draymond and Chris Paul and, and all these other guys, like this has the potential to get really dirty. And I, I could see, you know, I could see someone like Draymond getting ejected early in like a game three or four and just changing a bit of the tide similar to what happened in the finals a few years ago. Like I could see... I could see that happening in this series. It'd be right. hard to watch. And if and if it's Durant, um, he's gonna get suspended for a game. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I don't think Durant's gonna like risk it. I think Patrick Beverly is like a different beast. I mean, um, he got a lot of like props from that series because of how much he's just like a like a bulldog man. He just attacks and doesn't doesn't relent. Um, I don't think Houston has that. PJ Tucker is like pretty pretty up there, but um, I don't think it's like to genuinely piss off Durant that much. I think, I think it's going to be like Draymond. I mean, they had Boogie, but he's obviously out. I think it'll be like Draymond and um, and to see how the health is with Steph and Clay. But like, I mean, you got to remember they got Iguodala now. They've chucked in the starting lineup. So like, they're, the Hamptons five man, they're they're unreal. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on, uh, Portland versus Denver. Uh, Denver, oh, and I don't know if I said Golden State uh, won the first. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. Um, Portland versus Denver. Denver is currently up 1-0 as of today. Um, yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, it was it was relatively close uh, and the, the end score didn't really reflect the, the whole game. Um, so it looks, Denver won by about 12 or something, but it wasn't. That wasn't indicative of the entire game there. Um, mm-hmm. So, my thoughts. I might go first on this one. Um, yeah, yeah. I think. I think the um, the matchups for CJ and for Dame are in Portland's favor. I think. I kind of feel like Paul Millsap for some reason is going to going to have a good series against against the Trailblazers. Um he's I mean I don't think he's even averaging double figure points um this season but I I I think I think he might he might average 10 across this series. Um and like obviously Jokic the freak that we just talked about before. I think this is a great matchup 2 versus 3. Um this is the matchup you want to see yeah. and I actually think I actually think we could get Denver here in um in 7. Fuck man, I'm, I I literally agree with everything. I'm, I <laughs> was going to say Denver in 7 as well. Um I think I put respect on the Blazers to win their home games. 
Yeah. Um, and as you said, Jokic, I think he's a he's a monster. And then you, if you have like you look at the depth, um, Cantor gave the like the Blazers like a, a solid. I think he had like twenty six or twenty eight. I think today. So he was really solid. Dane played well. And CJ played well. I think. I think this one's yeah probably going seven. I think home court wins again. I think Denver win just based based on depth. Um, but again, I'm not gonna disrespect the Blazers like <laughs> like we did the first round. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give him. I'll give him seven, man. I think. I think Denver's going to the conference finals. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think we have the right to pick Portland either after um leaving him out in the first round anyway. So. <laughs> I think we had no, to go. We don't. Yeah, we had to go Denver on that one. Um, so we now, those privileges. Um, yeah. flying across the country to the east, we got Milwaukee versus Boston. Your fucking boys. Um, oh, Bean Town. And oh, currently, man. Boston are up one zero. I think that was yesterday. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I mean, if you actually think about the like, see what I'd be doing this by playoffs, twenty by twenty as well. Bro, it was their biggest biggest loss of the season, um, and at home, obviously, it's funny, man. I, I said it all year with like Milwaukee and Philly, like you know, and everyone always talks about certain things here and there. And I keep receipts. I'm a massive. I'm very petty. I'm yeah. Extremely petty with the stuff. Um, and so I keep I keep receipts of like people I see commenting on things. Um, and I had two screenshots already, but I'm not. I'm going to hold on to them. I'm not going to name names, but I saw people saying, "I can't wait for the Bucks to sweep these like bombs, that kind of thing." Um, I I genuinely didn't waver. I think playoff Al Horford, man, like his. I think I just when you look at a guy like Brad Stevens, his his strengths come in a game plan of sorting out multiple games. Uh, they played him last year. They got deeper. Um, but so did the Celtics. Like, you remember, we beat them, like, the Celtics beat them last year without Kyrie and Haywood. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you look at how, like, how big Kyrie was yesterday. I mean, even Gordon, man, like, he is such a great distributor and he's he's really starting to look closer to his old self. Um, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say, 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 on this, but I, I would, I'm definitely saying the Celtics, I'm going to say six. Um, and I mean, going into the series before game one, I would have said Celtics in six. I know you, you don't have to believe me, but I would have said it anyway. Um, that's very annoying because I was going to say Celtics in six. Um, <laughs> if they, if they lost yesterday, I would have said Celtics in seven, but, uh, we got a little bit of a uh, little bit of help, um, by doing this a little bit late. So yeah, yep. Celtics in six, um, you know, after watching the form of Milwaukee and seeing them um, get to first seed in the in the uh, East, it's there's been a wonderful season for them. Um, but from the wins, bro, they led the league, yeah, yeah. And from the start, from the start of the season, I've been I've been saying Boston was going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I guess I'll stick with my word here. I'm going to go with Boston in six as well. That's that's it's interesting, man. I mean, like. I don't think Milwaukee's been punched in the mouth like that like all year. I mean, again, it's 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 the first game. It's definitely open. Anyone can win this series. Milwaukee are an amazing team, and Giannis is amazing. But he, even the way he was talking to the media, he was talking a little bit like, you know, I don't, I can't tell you if we're going to win, but I'm going to try my hardest. And it was just things that you know, you look at his body language like a week ago when he was like yelling out, "I'm fucking unstoppable," 
and talking about all this stuff. It's just like a bit of a shift. Yeah. Um, and, and Al Horford blocked him three times. And like, if you watch them, those blocks, like it was just purely anticipatory where like you kind of, they obviously they'd watched so much film that they saw where this guy sidesteps, you know, back and forth. Uh, and the help defense was really good. I think, um, I, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to game two. I think Milwaukee probably win game two, but if the Celtics win game two, that's, that's a pretty hard comeback. You got to win four out of five. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we're in, where are we? Uh, we were in Toronto, uh, so we're probably, Philly, we're in Philly, Philly now. Um, so that's one, one at the moment, both of those first two games were in Toronto. Um, and Toronto won one, Philly won one, and now we're in Philly. Uh, I think Toronto takes this. Um, Philly have shown inconsistencies throughout the playoffs, uh, throughout the season. Um, obviously they've had ins and outs, but, um, and you know, that's not going to happen obviously at this, at this stage, but like you said before, the level Kawhi is playing at, the leadership he's playing with, um, the like you you see other superstars. You see LeBron James on the bench getting talked to by a coach. You won't look at him in the eye. You see Kawhi Leonard, who has you know just scored forty five points, could have the biggest ego in the world. He's looking at his coach. He's saying, "Yes, coach." He's getting he's going back out there and he's fucking getting shit done. Um, You've got, you know, I mean, you've got Mark Gasol, who is, you know, uh, there's not many centers that you'd he's want. He's the bench, man. Yeah. Um, Pascal Siakam, most improved unit. player of the year, probably. Um, Kyle Lowry had one shitty game that everybody loved hanging on to, but he's he's in great form. Like you, man. Like you. <laughs> I, I, I gave him shit for one day. People are still, people are still, people are still tweeting memes and shit about this guy. Um, now, so what? what you, what's your pick then? Uh, I'm gonna go Toronto. I'm gonna go Toronto because I I did say Boston versus Toronto. I said from the start of the season, so I'll go. I'll go Toronto in. Um, I think I'll give Philly the respect, and I'll go Toronto in six. Yeah, Philly will get another game. I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that I kind of agree with you. I think this one's going. They probably split split Philly and then Toronto close him out in six I think I'm yeah uh, a big part of me wants to say Toronto in five um, but I'll give him the respect and say six um, Toronto played pretty bad today Danny Green couldn't buy a bucket um, Philly has no bench at all I mean their best bench guy is like Boban um, I love Boban like Jonah Bolden shout out yeah Shout out to Jonah Bolden, man. Um, another Aussie, like who's doing doing pretty well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I if you look at how deep they are, like Toronto is just just solid, and Kawhi just has this. He's playing at such a high like, level right now. Uh, I see. Yeah, I see this. I see Boston, Toronto, and the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, we agreed on everything except the uh, Golden State game, where you've given them six and I've given them five. So we, we have we have not we have not had one different pick this whole time. No, so I don't even know if anyone listened to the last episode, uh, and I don't know if anyone will no, fucking listen no. to this shit because all we do is agree. 
on everything. I'm hoping. I'm kind of hoping that um, Boston makes it into the uh, the finals, and because I'm going to pick Golden State, and I don't think you've. I don't think you. I think you're too loyal to move away from Boston. So that would be a great little fucking argument there. But um, yeah, I think yeah. we've both got similar views on how it's going to play out. Uh, I think the OKC pick. Uh, was dumb by us. I, I think we kind of probably knew better than that. Uh, but looking at these picks, we have been on the fucking money apart from that game. Like, unbelievable. So if anyone's a betting person, I would I'd take close attention to what we've been saying here. Pay close attention to those numbers, um, especially the three we agreed upon here. So Denver in seven, Boston in six, Toronto in six. Um, if if you can bet on you know series series scores, I would I would bet on that because uh, me and Steve are chopping it up. So far, so good, man. And you're also you're also leading the footy tips at the moment. So like you're actually you're on this, this analyst stuff at the moment. You're all over it. Yeah, man. I don't I don't know. Um, like I said in the group chat today, Scott Scott routinely picks the Adelaide Crows, and so I don't respect him getting that right last week. So he get he doesn't get <laughs> nine out of nine. He gets eight out of nine, just like me, because that's a bullshit pick. You cannot pick the same team every week just because you go for them, thinking they're going to win twenty three games in a row. That's unrealistic, and I don't respect it. You know what, man? Even a broken clock's right twice a day. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like, exactly. That's like what that. they say. That's what they fucking say, bro. Yeah, no, it's interesting, man. I mean, this it, it's it's kind of cool that you know we get this playoffs and everything like that. And then when it, when it all kind of winds up, you get the uh, the fallback on the AFL. But yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Yeah, man. Um, but that's that's all I've really got here. At the welcome to the potty podcast. That's, that's pretty much it, man. We we already did the uh, like the awards picks, right? For the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, no, I don't think we did. So, um, regular season MVP, the most uh, useless award of all time. Who do you think gets that? Man, I think it's it's two horses. It's Giannis or, or Harden. I, I think, I hope Giannis wins. Me too. Okay. Um, now, we'll go to most improved player. I, I had... Um, uh, obviously, I just said before Pascal Siakam, but I actually said someone else. Oh, D'Lo, D'Lo, D'Lo. Yes, but early in the season, and this is this is a this is a very weird call, and it's not it's not going to happen. But after what, after his decline and coming back this season, I thought Derek oh, Rose. D Rose. I remember you saying that actually. Yeah, I'll give you the receipt on that. Yeah, you did. I, I would love for him to do it. I think he's got a shot at six men, but probably, probably not. But um, I mean, it, it's it's amazing to see him. Like you know, he added the three point shot and and that fifty point game, which brought tears to everyone's eyes. Oh man, man that was unbelievable. And, yeah, no, I, 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 I think I had uh, D'Angelo Russell for most improved, but I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that Siakam should win it. Yeah. Um, and then I like, I kind of actually, Defense. I liked my man, my man, D'Antoni's call on James Harden saying James Harden's the most improved player. I, I actually kind of respected oh, that yeah. call. Yeah. <laughs> adding, adding five 
points when he was averaging 30 last year. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking crazy. Um, I think he averaged, averaged 36 as well, man. Like that's like that's like Kobe levels from like you know 2012. That yeah, kind of shit. yeah, that's wild. Um, defensive player of the year, who you got? I got Rudy. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, so do I. I actually um wrote. Uh, Ricey a letter telling him my picks of all these <laughs> things and I, I had Rudy in that oh, letter yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh sweet that's good how's Ricey doing he's good man but we won't talk too much about him on the Welcome to the Potty podcast um no worries we are rookie of the year rookie of the year um okay that's Luca <laughs> yeah who you got I have Luca, man, but like I, I really, really like if they could do it as a tie, I'd love to see that. I really liked watching Trey Young, yeah, in the second half of the year. Like he's going to be good, man. I think he got he got bashed so hard early in the season for that trade, and and he turned out to be a stud. So uh, Luca's going to win, but Trey will be a very close second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they both they both had outstanding rookie seasons, but um, I just think Luca. Luke is just a more polished player. Maybe he doesn't have as much upside, but that's not what the um what the award's about. And you know what? He's fucking nineteen, so maybe he fucking does have upside, and we're going to see something really special come out of that guy. So, um, I I genuinely I think he's going to be he's going to be insane. And then the fact that they got Porzingis, can you imagine Matt Dad's like the Mavs are going to be a sleeper next year? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing um, Porzingis come back healthy. And hopefully, um, uh, not behind bars. Um, uh, coach of the year. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I did read that case. It's a, it's a little bit, bit shady that one. Oh, um, she sounds like an absolute okay. um, liar. So I think I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I uh, coach of the year. I had Malone from Denver. Um, yeah. But it's hard to not pick uh, Buttonholzer from Milwaukee as well. I mean, I think Malone might win just because it's the West, but either of them deserve it. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. So that's great. So we agree on all of that as well. So that's fucking fantastic content. So we, we haven't had one really, yeah, no, there's no there's no Stephen A. Smith yelling in this podcast at all. No. Except for Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, only Stephen Clay Smith talking about how good um, Damian Lillard's <laughs> shot is. But I'm sure we'll have some more magical moments uh, in the in the uh, semi-finals here, and um, Stephen Clay Smith will probably make another appearance again. I need to see the the next Photoshop job with that again because that that to me was uh, was like a highlight of my week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I gotta see it. It's the eyes, man. <laughs> it's your eyes on his face. It doesn't work. Yeah. All right, man. Um, thanks for uh, joining us for the critical episode number two of 2019 um, of the Welcome to the Party podcast. Yeah. And uh, everybody can expect Stephen Cones? Co- combies. 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 Stephen Combies. Yeah. He's going to be back driving his, um, his shag and wagon into the... <laughs> Into the Welcome to the Potty podcast uh, for it. for the third for the conference finals, um, 
and uh, as always, you know where to find us. Welcome to the potty and everything. This is Welcome to the Potty, and as always, bum bum. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to